Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 7.30 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds <laughs> argue with each other. <laughs> Alright, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> You're listening to the Never Heard of It podcast. A Night Shift Radio original. Every week we bring you the good, the bad, the weird, and lesser known streaming movies. Hit subscribe for new episodes every Thursday and Sunday. I realized that I was leaning just far enough back in my stool that if I wasn't careful, I was going to clap and then just like spill over. And just topple <laughs> right over. Yeah. <laughs> just, just see like, you know, like a Krusty the Clown style rolling out of the, uh, yeah. out of your room. <laughs> that'd be great (laughs) Simpsons is a really weird show my daughter has gotten really into Simpsons yeah um, and it's cool because she'll watch like some of the old episodes and she'll be like oh this is really funny and you know I'll be like yeah this came out like 35 years ago and she's like what you know like ridiculous to her that it's so old like are they they're still making new episodes right like I feel like I see them pop on to I guess Simpsons is Disney now right uh, yeah, like well, fuck, yeah, everything. it pops onto Disney Plus, Disney, but yeah. Disney owns everything. Everything, Yeah, Disney literally owns everything. It's really yeah. fucking weird. But yeah, so like, I remember this year we watched the the newest Treehouse of Horror at, uh, yep. at Christmas time, or not Christmas, well, I guess we probably could have watched it at Christmas time, but Halloween time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> although The Simpsons yeah. really should have been uh, one of the ones leading the charge to bring horror back to Christmas and done Treehouse of Horror at Christmas instead of Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah. So the weird thing about The Simpsons is, is that when The Simpsons first came out, you know, Bart Bart's ten, Lisa's eight, yeah. uh, Maggie is an infant, Homer was like in his forties. You know, Marge and Homer were in their forties. Wait, Bart's the oldest. Uh, yeah, Bart's the oldest. I yeah, it Lisa goes Bart, Lisa, Maggie. Yeah, weird. no, Bart's the first born. Yeah. Um. So, and they were in the eighties, but like. Think of the world that existed in the 80s. I mean, there was no internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, cable TV was just becoming a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, it's it was just a completely different world, like the way cars were, the way, like, society was, like, you know, cell phones. Like, none of that stuff existed. But now, like, in 2022, 2023, uh, the Simpsons exist, but they're the same age, so they had to redo everything. Yeah. And, like, add in, so, like, all of the characters have cell phones now. They all acknowledge the internet, but they're all, like, but they've been around for, like, 30 years. You know, like, The Simpsons on, like, season 39 or 40 or something. So, like, it's just really weird how that show had to evolve over all of the, I mean, even just strictly technological changes that have happened over the past 30 years, 35 years. So, 
it's really interesting to me that more shows don't take the, for lack of a better uh, comparison, the soap opera approach of allowing the storyline to just like organically continue uh, and allowing time to pass. Like you know, a show like The Simpsons, obviously they had you know no idea when you know they they first pitched it and Fox picked it up and you know. I wasn't allowed to watch it. Um, they had no idea that it was still going to be going 30 plus years later, that, you know, an entire generation, like multiple generations would grow up with this show. Um, they had no way of knowing that. But it's weird that there was like no indication whatsoever that there was an intent for the characters to like grow in age at all. And like a lot of shows are like that. Like most shows, like you, they're literally just however long the show runs, they're just like trapped in this moment in time. And obviously animation does that really well because they don't have to worry about the actors actually aging to an extent. You know, you have to worry about like uh, actors actually. You, you hear know. it in Marge's voice, right? Like you, you hear Marge <laughs> talking, you're like, "Oof!" You hear it in the voice actors. <laughs> you, theoretically, you can replace a voice actor, and if they're a really good voice actor that comes on board, uh, it may not be so jarring. Obviously, there are times when it's when it's very jarring. You think about like the first season of Family Guy to later episodes with Mila Kunis, uh, right. <laughs> and the like. The, you know, it, it does happen, but it's it's less so. Uh, than you have to do with a, a live action, but like, it's weird to me that you like you write several seasons of a show and like keep, keep your characters trapped in time. Like, you just you figure after like, let's say even after like three years of writing the same characters at the same age, you would think you would want to have milestones in their life that would progress them because that helps you tell more stories about them. And like, it's it's strange to me. Not only that they made the choice not to do that, but that they managed to get 35-ish years out of characters the exact same age, never growing, never like really changing. It's 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 mind-blowing to me. It it is. So like the other weird thing about it is that in the early episodes of The Simpsons, like we're talking first 10 to 15 seasons, we would do flashbacks of Homer's life. Yeah, yeah, And we yeah, would yeah. see him like in the 60s, like living in the 60s, because he, if he was born in the 60s, he would be in his 40s in, you know, The Simpsons came out in 1989. Mm -hmm. You know, if he, if he was born in the 60s, if he was born in like 59 or something, you know, he would be 30 yeah. in, in the year this came out. But, you know, he would be well into his 40s if he was born before that. Mm -hmm. So he was a child of the 60s. But now I just watched an episode with my kid and it was showing him as a kid in the 90s. Yep. Homer, and I'm like, yeah, but wait, like, how do you... <laughs> you have to keep like, rewriting the backstories of your characters. Completely as, change it, as yeah. As you age them out. And, like, you know, Simpsons manages to do that without needing to do, like, serious retconning. They're just like, you know, whatever this show is just, just fucking fuck weird it. to begin with. Like, just, just yeah. run with it. Like, you don't care what the, the character's backstory is that much if there's consistency because it's more of just like a, a zany plot of the week sort of thing. Right. Um, but like there are also elements of it that are somewhat serialized across the entire you know, entire run of the show that like you know, people who like seriously follow it, which I am not one, so like I'm, I'm not going to try to get too deep into anything because I will be wrong. Uh, but I know that there are elements that they carry across the like you know seasonal arcs, and it's like yeah. So you have some sense of continuity in this multi-decade show, but also like a rule set that allows you to say whatever we need this week, we're just going to fucking do it. 
It's it's really great. So Ned Flanders is a really great example of that is that Ned Flanders wife dies in the series. Yeah. That happened like 10 years ago. Yeah. And he is like since remarried and divorced since then. Uh, you know, so like that all of that progressed over a matter of time, you know, but still, you know, Bart's still 10 years old. Lisa's still eight years old. Yeah. They're still in you know, third and fifth grade. Literally still an infant. Maggie is still an infant. Yeah. I mean, like, it's weird. You know, uh, what's crazy is that Simpsons could have gone the route at this point. Like, it could have gone the route where it's like, well, we're going to do this in real time mm -hmm. and age all the characters up exactly as we want them to throughout the series. And we would be watching Bart as a, you know, uh, almost 40 year old right now. Bart would you be know? where where Homer started, basically. And yeah. like, that I mean, honestly could have been a really interesting show concept had they decided to do that. Obviously, yeah. it would be weird to try now, uh, but, like, they could have done it. The other thing that I always thought was interesting is when they did show the kids aged up for any reason, like someone was having a dream or, like, there was a weird, like, flash forward or whatever, they always did it in such a way as, like, they just took the existing character models and just made them bigger. They didn't yep. actually <laughs> try to show them as, like, what they might have actually like grown and aged into as like a normal, I'm going to use this word loosely, normal human progression. Right. Uh, because I'm not convinced that these characters are actually supposed to be human. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, they, they just basically make them big. It's the same idea as like on a live action show when they take like a teenage character and just put like, gray hair and like fake wrinkles on them and then like, oh, i'm so now <laughs> yeah it's the same idea and it's really funny to see that concept translated between live action and animated <laughs> it, it is yeah I, it's such a weird like it is just such a weird thing because it's gone on so long you know it's one of those things where it's like I don't know, man. No one stopped us, so we're gonna keep doing exactly as we've been doing here for forty years. Because like, no one stopped us yet. And I mean, you know, like, so like, it's it's kind of like they're in this weird spot where they're like, we can't do anything different, or you know, will uh, you know, will the show will get canceled or something? Yeah, it's like we we can't change the formula now, or people will stop watching. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The other thing that The Simpsons has managed to do is fend off several alien invasions. <laughs> that that they have uh, with their minds. <laughs> and that being said, hello and welcome to the Never Heard of a Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Fight. And I'm Sabrina Buckets. And uh, this month is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so we're three for five alien films, though. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're we're doing good of, of so, keeping up our... I think this is three years in a row of January's being... Uh, alien films. I can't remember if we if we've done I know that with any fact, kind of consistency. Yeah, January, but I don't know about the January before that. I suppose I could look it up, and I'm not going to. I think our first Alien Invasion month was a September. I feel like I remember. Okay, uh, us doing because I think that was when we we didn't do. But when I first saw that Robot Overlords movie, when I was looking for yeah. Alien films, and we did later do that film. Uh, but yeah, so this was the the month where I was like, you know, I'm going to pick a bunch of films that seem like they're probably alien invasion type films, uh, but w like they're kind of vague descriptions, and we're just going to go with it. Uh, and so far, we're we're three episodes into a five episode month. Yeah, this is a this is a five Sunday month. Uh, yep, this is three of five. Yeah, yep. so we're we're three episodes into to five, and uh, one of them was good. 
<laughs> Cowboys and Aliens was great. Cowboys and Aliens was great. I had a great time with that one. Uh, uh, but if you yeah. if you listened last week, you know that uh, we weren't super hyped on uh, Project Gemini. Not uh, not a great film. <laughs> it didn't it didn't it didn't uh, hit the buttons. That's for sure. And uh, here we are with uh, another uh, another Russian uh, film uh, this this month. Uh, or uh, with uh, what what the fuck was this movie called? I'm literally uh, the blackout invasion or uh, the blackout invasion. invasion. Earth. <laughs> I'm like yes. I'm literally looking at the IMDb page. Why can't I find the title? <laughs> so, I just had a so, blackout of my own. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie came out in late 2019 in Russia. Um, but there's there's a lot of really weird facts about this movie. So one, yeah, the budget of this movie is 8.7 uh, million rubles, Russian rubles. Okay, which translates to 120 thousand. American dollars. That's impressive. I will give them that. I'm going to shit on this movie, but that's impressive. That's really impressive. 120,000 American, but it's so eight, eight, you know, roughly almost 9 million uh, rubles they made this movie on, which for the effects, the size, yeah. the cast, yeah. like the, the things, um, crazy. But 70% of this movie was all computer generated graphics. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, so that's another part of it. And you know what? I, I, I'm, I don't know enough to speak factually, so I'm not going to like try to get too deep into this and put my foot in my mouth, but I know that there are a lot of tech firms in Russia and in Eastern Europe in general that do uh, really, really, like, compared to, like, Silicon Valley and, like, a lot of the the U.S., really low-cost contract work for, like... For um, for tech companies, for design, for like film and stuff like that. So like the idea that they're like they could do this like that percentage digitally and still keep the cost down actually does make sense in this part of the world. So like yeah, that's I mean again smart, well done. I'm impressed. Uh, I still hate your movie though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so $120,000 American or English dollar, U S dollars to make this movie, but it worldwide grossed almost $3 million. So this is a crazy successful movie. Wildly successful. Very impressive. I'm very happy for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so, so to put that into perspective, so Megan just came out, uh, just this, this, uh, passed about a week or so ago. If you guys listened to last week's bonus episode, I talked about it. Okay, good. Uh, on that episode. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so that movie was made for $12 million, and its opening weekend was over $30 million. Wow. So, like, that was, but I mean, that was Megan. I mean, think about, you know, if you if you exist on the internet, uh, you have seen a million and a half as some sort of viral ad for Megan, sure. whether it's the pictures of the girls dancing at all different, you know, events, or if it's just, you know, memes, or if it's, you know, just the trailer itself. Like, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. marketing for this film is, uh, I mean, is all over the place. It is heavily They did an present. amazing job. <laughs> omnipresent omnipresent um, yeah so uh so i mean like think of it that way like this movie must have really like you know and the other thing about this is mike shinoda of lincoln park wrote a song specifically for this movie is that a fact yeah neat so like <laughs> so like 
it, you know, I'm not, look, in 2019, it wasn't exactly like Linkin Park was breaking records, right? No. Like, they're not a top 10 band at this point. Like, they're very much had their moment. They're gone. I, I'm pretty sure Chester, what's his name, was was dead at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, Chester Benningfield. Uh, Benningfield. Ben, ben, Benziak? I don't know. It starts with a B. You're correct. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chester has been Bennington. Has, has been not with us for, for several years at this point. Uh, I don't remember exactly when he took his life, but it was, I think, a while ago. Uh, and yeah, the, the band themselves have not been prominent in quite some time. They, you know, they get a little bit of a resurgence every now and then typically like someone will latch onto one of their songs for an internet trend or something like that. But yeah, yeah, like they, that they're probably not the reason that this film (laughs) was such a wild success, but that is a really interesting (laughs) fact that like he actually wrote a song for the film that he wrote a song specifically for the movie, which I assume just from, you know, having watched the movie was the end credit song, um, because there wasn't really any like modern music uh, throughout the, the film itself. There wasn't a big like danger zone moment or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was none of those, uh, unfortunately. You know, so uh, this is a quick little tangent. Um, so back when Stranger Things season four came out, everybody jumped on, you know, Kate Bush mm-hmm. uh, for running up that hill. Like that song exploded. Kate Bush had a crazy resurgence. Yep. Um, you know, her career basically like rebooted because of that song, because that song was in Stranger Things. I learned who she was. Sorry for yeah, anyone I mean, I who's was, a longtime fan. I, I Right. I mean, I was familiar with who Kate Bush was. I remember hearing her songs, you know, when I was younger. Um, but I wasn't was by no means like a fan per se. You know, it's just she just was somebody I knew who existed and I knew of her music. Um but weirdly enough, uh, you know, because the trend of showing Kate Bush going, you know, of like doing that song uh, mm-hmm. went viral. But weirdly enough, in in the show Wednesday. Uh, there was a song that Wednesday's dance, which went crazy viral, still pretty viral now, you know, a, a month later or so. She danced to Goo Goo Muck, right? By, by the cramps. Yeah. That did not get the treatment because the viral dance ended up going viral for a Lady Gaga song instead of Whish. people doing the dance to a different song, which I'm like, man, if I was the cramps, I'd be so pissed right now. <laughs> I'm pissed for them, not necessarily because I, I care more about their song than the Lady Gaga song, because don't get me wrong, I'm a Gaga fan, but like that particular sure, sure. sped up version of that song, combined with the number of times I've heard it while my partner or myself <laughs> has been scrolling through TikTok or Reels or anything like that, has made it become a rage trigger for me. Like I hear that, and I immediately want to murder. Just... <laughs> Just blindly anyone in the vicinity. <laughs> yeah, I hate it so much. It is very frustrating because I'm like, this really, like, I, it, I don't understand. Like, it was too, like, there was a song. It's a built-in song, yep. you know? But it was like, you know, oh, basically over the month of December, you either saw two videos. You either saw somebody doing the Wednesday Adam dance or somebody doing the Matilda dance. It was one or the other uh, for all pretty much all of December, and they've all pretty much cooled off now, uh, and we're moving on to other trends. But that that was it. Like that was all December was on on TikTok. But people are still using too. still using the sound even without the dance, and yeah. so I just still have to hear it. And like it's in my head right now, and oh boy, it's like. 
It's like my sleeper agent activation. <laughs> it's, it's like flames, flames on the top of my head, uh, coming out of my ears. Was that from uh, uh, Young Frankenstein? Um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, the other crazy fact about this movie, The Blackout, is that this was actually produced as a series of six episodes uh, with a total running time of three hundred minutes, and the. Uh, the the movie was supposed to come out and then there was going to be a second movie that was supposed to come out a year later. I don't know if it has. Oh, I couldn't find any sort of reference to it. I would I would imagine it did because this movie did so well. I would assume that a, a second episode came out or a second film came out, but uh so, yeah. That actually addresses probably my largest set of problems with this film. Uh one, it's way too long. It's, I mean, it's it's over two hours long. Uh, Two, it has multiple plot narratives that don't necessarily intertwine and don't necessarily resolve. uh, Three, it has entirely too many characters that you're not given time to care about. Uh, or reason to care about. Or tell the difference was because they're all dressed exactly the same. Yeah, and four, like, there is just a... A, a massive plot hole in like the entire motivation for anyone's actions in this film. Like you don't understand why anyone's doing anything, especially the most important characters. Uh, and so the idea of this being split up into like, you know, an episodic, you know, think of it like an ensemble cast uh, television show or like miniseries or something like that, that could have worked. And yeah. maybe that's, Part of what the original intent was here, I don't, I obviously don't know. Uh, it feels like that maybe was. And then they said, no, fuck it, make it a movie. And the movie makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, uh, which, you know, uh, going along with the, with the theme we were talking about, about like how this movie was kind of weirdly big, is that uh, during the, uh, on the release of this film, there was even a Google integrated browser game where you could type in an address of anywhere in the world and Google Maps would show you what it looked like in this universe's uh, post-apocalyptic world. That's so weird. That's so weird, right? Like, like this movie feels like it should have been so much bigger. I mean, it's a terrible movie, but, like, this movie did everything that, like, a Matrix, you know, would do. Like, this is, like, on the level of, like, the Matrix reboot or, like, a Jurassic World or, Like like... this is huge. Well, even like the the way you're describing that, it sounds a lot like some of the like early 2000s like viral marketing stuff that we've talked about in the past, where like shows would have like a secret website with like Easter eggs if you like typed in the the right passcode because you were paying attention during a seemingly completely unrelated commercial or something like that, or there would be you know like. Um, and online comics that would like web comics that would flesh out story arcs or like you would have all of this special like secrets like content that like yeah like the really dedicated fans could seek out i'm talking like lost and heroes and like that kind yeah. of shit uh and it kind of sounds like the the makers of this film were thinking along those lines too which again could have been really cool, especially if it had been for a show where they were going to give us more of what actually happened in this universe. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, also if it was good, um, that also <laughs> would have would have worked out really well for them. If it was yeah. good, that that would have been a bonus. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, they didn't quite nail that either. <laughs> that I, right. So, so again, the movie is called "The Blackout Alien Invasion" uh, or "Invasion Earth." Blackout Invasion Earth. Uh, the IMDb description reads: "Life on Earth is rapidly destroyed, except for a small area in Eastern Europe." Yep, that's. Uh, that's that happens. Cool. So yes, yeah. that is that is right. Um it it's a really weird plot though, and you were right about like the plot holes. Like it it is kind of weird. So basically what happens is, you know, we see you know, somewhat, you know, not so distant future-ish, uh, you know, Russia guys like, hey, babe, you know, it's chatting up a girl. <laughs> well, so we start off with a military scene and they're like, you know, uh, there's things in the woods and here they come and they're bigger than humans. What do we do? And then flash to a month ago and it's, you know, cute Russian guy talking to pretty Russian lady and, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, hey, blah, blah. They go back to his place and they bone it out. And the best part of this movie is as soon as they're done and she like gets off of him, he goes, cool. <laughs> I lost my shit because he was just like, cool. <laughs> I just I, like, and during the dinner sequence, he's like, oh, don't worry about this being an expensive restaurant. I'm rich. My family, uh, you know, my dad owns a dealership. <laughs> <Like> whatever. <laughs> right. And, right. Uh, and like. Part of where this movie like really goes wrong is like that shit. I mean, that was bad writing, uh, and it ended hilariously with the cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for boning. <laughs> pew, pew. Uh, but it it starts to go wrong when we like jump to another scene with another like generic white Russian dude uh, at home with his mom, and like I at first couldn't tell if it was the the sexist cool dude uh, or yeah. someone else and he's very much like in a, like in an impoverished home it's a very small apartment it's just his elderly mother he talks about his father being dead and like did this guy like really like get away with conning this woman before before boning her or like yeah. is this someone else entirely it turns out it was someone else but it also turns out that they're like best friends <laughs> right but, like we have no no like way of connecting them until like you know we flash forward later on and they're shipping off for war and they're like good to see you again brother <laughs> yeah it was like oh wait you know each it was so weird uh so so while you know right after they uh they have their cool sex um <laughs> cool sex good time good time um so uh he's you know looking out the window and all of a sudden all of the delivery drones stop and uh it looks like the at first i was like oh cool it's they took over like the aliens yeah. take over the delivery drones and they They're turn into attack. weapons like cool this is really fucking cool right um but that's not what happens. So the delivery drones stop, and then all of a sudden there's a huge blackout that we see happens across the world. Mm -hmm. But the problem with the blackout, and this is this is probably a big, you know, this is a big problem with the the movie in general, is that everybody that dies in the blackout, or every or every time they're uh, everyone in the blackout dies, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they say, and they say that only 0.5% of the population is left alive, which is about 40 million people, which means basically if everybody in the world died except for the state of California, that's basically what it is. That's, that's what they're saying in this movie, that everywhere in the world died except for 
everyone that lives in the state of California. Yeah, because what is it? It's like most of Finland, uh, a good chunk of like Western Russia, like where Moscow is, uh, Ukraine, and like a couple other like smaller like sections of uh, Eastern Europe in this circular area that they decide to label the circle of life, uh, which... Sure. Okay. 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 <laughs> the circle. I'm sure of it's translation. It probably sounds cooler in Russian. Oh, I don't know. I wonder how it's at. Like, I wonder what the literal translation would be in Russia if it's like "circle of not dead yet people." <laughs> <laughs> that would be like amazing and just very like very Russian. Yeah, that would be very Russian. <laughs> this is yeah. It's the circle of not dead people. Eh? Like, oh, got it. That's very literal that is, of you. That That's is perfect. Awesome. Thank you for for having no ambiguity there whatsoever. <laughs> right. So, so the first thing that, you know, obviously the military is like, we're under attack, right? This is a, this is a global attack, which I feel like is a major jump to conclusion. It really is. Because it happens fucking everywhere in the planet, Mm -hmm. except for some small area. So they're saying that terrorists successfully destroyed 95% of the entire planet. And you're going to be like, I know we're going to, we're going to militarize against that. Yeah. You just literally wiped out the planet and we have stand a chance against you. <laughs> that is, that is always, honestly like even, even before they know it's, it's aliens, um, which it takes a long time for anyone to actually confirm that in this. Uh, that that is a very it's so vague. That is a very human film thing to do. I'm like, oh, massive superior force. We got this. We're we're scrappy assholes with three AKs and like one busted Soviet tank. <laughs> like we can yeah. do this. <laughs> we can totally do this, right? I mean, in all fairness, that's that's the plot of Independence Day, exactly. And we cheer it on. Exactly. You know, we're like, hell yeah! It's still te- um, it's still terrible and unrealistic. But I mean, yeah. you're right though. Like they like automatically assume one that there is uh, a threat against which they can fight, and two that they have a chance. Yeah, uh, it's so very. I, I would say, you know, if this was American film, I would be like, that's so very American. It really, um, but it really comes down to like, that's just so very guy. That's yeah. just like a guy <laughs> way of thinking, you know, like that's that like meme of like, you know, a guy being like, I could totally take a lion in a fight, you know, like that's that's that sort of mentality, um, you know, it's that God complex type thing. Where, so, whereas I see that, and my reaction is, well. Best not to get involved. <laughs> hope hope it crushes my skull fast. Uh, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. And, and you're right. The, the alien part of this movie is drawn out to, like, to almost, like, like we know it's aliens, like, almost instantly. Well, I mean, obviously, because it's the name of the movie is The Blackout Invasion Earth. Right. Obviously, it's an alien film. But the 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 delay before, like, the, the length of time we have to go through this movie before they're like, yep, it's aliens, is so far. Because they also throw in this, this element where the aliens... They initiated this blackout, and if you didn't die from the blackout, you're left with some innate psychic ability, um, which is just random. Mm-hmm. It was just so fucking weird. I'm just like, what? Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you have this is this is just like Project Gemini. It's like you have a plot. Yeah. Why Russians? What the fuck are you doing in your sci-fi movies? Don't stop adding in all these weird shit. Just pick one plot and just run with it. Right. Like you have a plot. 
aliens black out the world, a bunch of people die, you gotta fight off aliens. That's enough of the movie. That's enough. That's all you need. But it gets better because, like, the people within the circle of life uh, get, or, you know, they were kind of, like, at the edges that, like, were affected by the the blackout but weren't killed. They get that psychic ability and they call them sensors, uh, which I think is another maybe, like, weird translation issue. Um, But then the people outside the circle like in the blackout zone what they call the quarantine zone which we'll get into how like that's somewhat problematic here in a moment um the people outside that don't die uh we learn later become like mindless slaves of the uh of the aliens and are being used uh, like being weaponized essentially against the survivors uh and so like that brings the the question which does get answered but not well of why were there survivors to be in with and if you have this technology then what is the point of weaponizing survivors against survivors instead of just killing the survivors (laughs) uh, basically like creates this almost like zombie film subplot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which was another weird thing. It's like, you know, uh, that was another one where I was like, okay, the aliens are using humans against humans, like, you know, a group of people. Like, I can kind of jive with that. Like, kind of. I still felt like, uh, you know, obviously it's a stretch. It's it's a sci-fi film. But even in the realm of sci-fi, like, you know, leave your, leave your skepticism at the door, I was still like, I don't know, man. I'm not exactly connecting the dots you're drawing, but okay. Like, we'll go with it. That's the thing about sci-fi, though, is that you can get as absolutely bonkers as you want as long as you connect the dots well. As long as you create a plot that can be followed in some form of logical way, it can be the weirdest, craziest, most out-there shit. But if you get me from point A to point B, I am with you for this ride. But, like... They got me from point A to like half a mile outside the city limits and just dropped me and drove off. <laughs> drove off. It was like, <laughs> you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's like, what? Where am I? Uh, yeah, it was it was really weird. So on top of the fact that there's these psychic people, they threw in this random kid that was like, but you are more psychic than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to use you for any major plot points and we're only going to talk to you once and then we'll never talk to you again. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool. And then they're like, but then you, this other guy, the sexy Russian guy, they're like, but you are super important because I see that you're also really connected to this and you're going to be there to the end but we're going to turn you into a bad guy in the end uh-huh. uh, for no reason None. whatsoever None. and make you absolutely useless in the final air quotes, final fight. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, then, you know, everyone's going to kind of feel weird about it. And that's how this movie ended. And it was really weird. <laughs> like they really like lined up these characters. They're like, you're going to be important. And then they're like, you know what? Never mind. You're not. You're not important. Go yeah. sit over. Go sit in the corner. We're gonna have the press girl, who I don't even think we even said her name more than twice in the film. Olia. <laughs> it was like Olia. Yeah. yeah. O- 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 Olga. I think they called her Olia in the in the dubbed version, which the dubbing was bad. Yeah, the dubbing wasn't fantastic. The dubbing yeah. was bad. Uh, but I, I think her name was supposed to be Olia, but she's credited as, or I think her name is supposed to be Olga. She's credited as Olga, but I'm pretty sure they called her Olia throughout Olga, the film. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> which is weird because Olga is a Russian name. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, it's not like they had to translate that, you know, from some other language. Like, that is a very common Russian name. As far as I can tell, they got almost everyone else's names. The the uh, the guy that you, you mentioned to, like, starts out good, kind of becomes bad, has no real purpose, uh, is credited as a character named Yuri uh, Y-U-R-I-Y. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they call him Yura through the film yeah you're uh so, yeah like actually everything was like yora yeah, yeah. yora so yeah so like totally totally different names but i like i think i knew that this film was gonna be not good when the first recon mission goes out into the quote quarantine zone and they uh they they just drive straight in hop out like there's dead people everywhere they have no idea what happened they don't know if it was biological chemical nuclear like alien or other you know like literal act of god they have no idea they just hop out no masks no hazmat suits nothing and they're just wandering around like poking at the dead people and like and i'm in my head immediately going to like andromeda strain where like the first group that does that all dies too and i'm like what you mm, people people what are you doing but it's fine it's fine not no, like nothing happens to any of them they're all fine well i mean sort of sort of uh <laughs> yeah the, so the crazy thing about that scene is when we finally do get back to that scene you know, a month later, like, you know, we, we get all the, you know, everybody, we get our plot, you know, exposition dumps of like, this is what we think happened. This is what the world's like right now. This is what we're mobilizing for what, what we're mobilizing against. Not really sure. Um, when we finally do get back to that scene that take, that takes place a month from when the movie, you know, month previous, uh, uh, as the movie says, it is the most Russian thing yeah. I can possibly think of. So they're all standing, you know, the military standing there. There's like heat signatures coming from the forest. You know, there's a lot of them. They're coming really fast and they're bigger than humans. And I'm like, okay, here's our Starship Trooper moment, yeah, right? Like this is the, the aliens the are coming out rush. to. Yeah. I was like, here we go. Like, this is going to be great. You know, they're all lining up. He's shooting a flare, like the guy's shooting flares into the forest. And I'm like, oh, so this is going to be really fucking cool. Cause we're going to see like the silhouette of the, of them, like, or maybe of something really big. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to be really fucking cool. The flare is completely underutilized. Like we don't get that moment. Nope. It was very disappointing. And also unexplained it turns out it's an army of bears <laughs> just rampaging <laughs> bears but like hundreds of them and we never get an explanation as to why it was bears no just some why was it bears some throwaway re remark at one point about the aliens being able to manipulate all living creatures in the quarantine zone but that's like an hour after the scene it's happens that we get that, that explanation. Line. Yeah, it is. So like, it was really cool to see the bears, you know, like that was really cool that it turned out to be bears. That was still kind of fun, but it didn't make sense. It also made me disappointed that there weren't more bears. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. We don't really see, like, we don't actually see the bears. You know, we see the bears like come out of the forest. We see the guys go, ah, and start shooting. And then it cuts to the aftermath of it. You could So we don't even really see like the bears attack. They could have gone full like his dark materials and had like some pants of yarn coming out of the north. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten to those episodes yet, but I do know of the bear. Uh, 
yeah, it's it was just really weird. Like it was just really weird, you know. Like and it's it was one of those things where it's like, okay, so the aliens are controlling animals, or they're making the animals crazy. Because like again, at this point in the movie, we as the audience know it's aliens, but the movie hasn't told us it's aliens yet. Nope. So it's still you're still kind of like, when is the attack? Like when is the invasion happening? Mm-hmm. Like when what's happening mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so. Outside of this, you know, we we get a lot of like, you know, we we see some news broadcasts of, you know, uh, the you know the world has gone dark. You know, people are rioting uh, in the streets, and those are seemingly, I guess, would be the. So that's the other thing. There's we don't know the difference of the people that are mind controlled, the people that are just rioting yeah. because they want answers. Yeah. And like the people that are just being, you know, complacent or military or whatever, like you, you never really learn the difference between specifically those two groups, the ones that are rioting because they're uh, uh, confused and angry uh, and the ones that are rioting because they're mind controlled. But we don't learn that they're mind controlled until, again, the end of the movie, like yeah. towards the end of the movie. Do we actually learn this? And the way we learn this is that one of the aliens outs themselves. Mm hmm. Um, and so, uh, the vagina face alien outs himself, uh, and, his name is, um, it sure is, uh, it's vulva. Um, so he, he outs himself to, uh, one of the, the, the military guys who is a very sensitive sensor. So he has a high end, uh, tolerance and susceptibility of, the sensor, and we learn that this alien is like, hey man, I'm on your side, but there's this other alien that goes by the name of Ra, and he's the one controlling everyone and killing everyone, and when we get to the end of the movie, I want to tell you why, like, it was really weird. Hang on. So, anyways... So the the id is like, you know, hey man, like I'm on your side, like we need to go destroy Ra, and they're all like, I don't know, and he's the one who info dumps and is like, okay, here's what happened. So the other crazy thing, <laughs> the plot about this movie, is that we, these aliens basically terraformed Earth with human life forms. Mm-hmm. So the explanation is, is that 200,000 years ago, well, less than 200,000 years ago, um, they came to this planet, they populated it with, uh, basically lesser versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're the aliens. He says like, we're the same DNA, but we just removed a bunch of things from you. Like the psychic ability, the, our immortality, the vagina you know, the face. other things like the vagina faces, we removed those from <laughs> you and now you're just, which you know, actually, like a lesser version of us. Which actually would have answered a lot of questions biologically, if, we, if we'll be honest, if that had been how we actually It evolved. really would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would make a lot of sense. Um, you know, imagine like once the, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the females being born and then being like, why is my face down there? Um, <laughs> be really weird. That'd be very disconcerting. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, uh, it was very weird. And so he was like, how do you think the pyramids got made? How do you think underwater cities, you think humans did that? And it's like, well, you kind of just said that humans did do that, like, but via your control. But first off, the, like, those aren't really great places today. The, <laughs> Nobody's living in pyramids. The implication being that there were other creatures here first, uh, that they seeded humans to wipe out because 
they basically created a live like well a a biological virus uh, of sorts uh, of like living creatures whose only purpose was to kill who would then go like make war and kill the the existing species on the planet and prepare it for for their arrival because they can't travel you know faster than light so it's taking them 200,000 years to get here and so he and Ra have been around all the time where okay you know what all right i'll buy that as a motivation and as like a a backstory for an alien invasion i will uh, what i don't buy is he never gives us a reason for defecting we have no idea what he, what id's motivations are whatsoever well the worst part about it is that at the end of the movie id and raw fight mm -hmm. id kills raw mm-hmm and then in his explanation for, like, why he did it, he was like, no, but you don't understand. Like, Ra wanted you guys to, like, live peaceful and, you know, build a society, you know, around things and, and just be peaceful and live in harmony. Whereas I know that you guys need to be killing each other. And he's like, wait a minute. Did we fuck up? Like, <laughs> hang on. Hang on a minute. Because he describes Ra as being like... He just wanted all the humans and and the the aliens to just sort of be chill and live with each other and be peaceful. And he's like, no, but I know you guys need war and to kill each other. And then like two of the guys start fighting, and he's like, you get see, see? I was just I was just saying this right. And I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? But like, <laughs> like he, did we like side with the bad guy? Yeah, are we the baddies? Are he the talks baddies? about like you know the 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 blackout was supposed to happen when the moon was over the ocean, and it would have wiped out everyone but i intentionally did it when the moon was over this part uh and so like it saved some of you and they're like why didn't you just stop the thing entirely and they're like oh well their ship would have known and gone to defensive mode and it's coming here tomorrow i'm like wow okay really like cutting it close here buddy couldn't have given any warning whatsoever like right no time to prepare no like strategy of what to do when the ship gets here uh which i mean here we go. Spoiler. The ship does get there eventually. Just yeah. shows up in the in the clouds after they've conveniently killed the only two aliens on the planet. <laughs> right. And that's the craziest thing. Like that was another thing is like when he kills Ra and they they're like having his big speech, you know, it was like your species is all about war and killing and I'm like, "All right, cool. This is the end of the movie." And then the ship, and he's like, well, here comes the ship. And I'm like, wait, there's more to this movie? Uh -huh. I was like, what else are you doing? Uh -huh. So the ship lands, and and they the three surviving, I guess, question mark, because, like, fuck off everybody else. Sex is cool guy. The field medic that he did it with. And the... Uh, Press the reporter. Uh, girl. Yeah. Olga. Like, those three are the only ones left, apparently, of this whole military excursion, because uh, everyone else dies in gloriously needless ways. Um, yeah. And so well, minus all of the people that are the of 40 other million people that are still alive yeah. that were unaffected by... Wherever the stuff, they are, I guess. if they're yeah. still alive, because you know we we know that the... Well, everybody in the military base is still alive, because the they were just chilling in the military base. The outpost got nuked. Oh, that's right. The outpost the is gone. So, like, yeah. the military is gone. Like, maybe there's still some civilians left, but, like, fuck them, I guess, because we don't know. Uh, but, yeah, these three just walk right onto the ship like, hmm, it's a little too quiet here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little too rad. Um, yeah, so so they walk onto the ship, and we see a bunch of, of sleep pods, 
and they're like, oh no, it's the invasion. So, you know, they've, they've picked up guns along the way. Like two of them have guns. The reporter has an ax and, you know, they start shooting at the aliens in the pods, but there's, there's thousands of them. And they're like, he's like, we don't have enough ammunition. Like, what are we going to do? And they, they, uh, you know, basically uh, figure out that there's this green, there's this green tubes all over the place. And they're like, this is what's pumping the oxygen to them. If we cut the tubes, we can kill entire sections at a time. Mm. So they go and commit genocide. Yes. And uh, literally. Yes. And they kill almost all of the aliens until they get to the last section. And just before they do, they're like, wait, but it's children and it's all chill. It's all kid aliens. And they're like, we can't do it now. And I'm like, motherfucker, first off, you are the last three humans on earth. Secondly, what are you going to do with these alien kids? Yeah. Like how, like what, you know, you're yeah. going to be like, Oh, by the way, we literally mass murdered your entire race, but uh, we're going to raise you now. Yeah. Huh? It'll be like a fun sitcom, you know, <laughs> like, like how does that world exist? It was just really weird. And you know, the kids exit out of the pods and they just are standing there staring at the humans. And thus ends our movie. My first thought, <laughs> forgive me for this was, Oh, good. It's all kids. They'll be much easier to fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, I, I, even I was like, when it gets to the point, she was like, oh my God, it's just kids. And I'm like, you have to fucking kill them now. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with all these kids? Like, eventually they're going to be like, hey, by the way, how did my dad die again? <laughs> just, just walk me through it one more time. Just, <laughs> and like, oh, well. <laughs> just need a, a, just, just tell it to me again. I, I know we've done make, this before. But explain just, it to me like I'm five, you know? <laughs> explain it to me like I'm 200,000. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, so uh, there is the Blackout Invasion Earth. It is streaming on Tubi TV, as all of our movies in the month of January are, uh, as of recording this uh, movie, by the time you listen to this episode. Uh, maybe they're not there anymore, but that's where we watch this one. It's true. Uh, so should you watch this movie? I don't know, man. I got. I I can't. No, I, I don't think you do. I think I don't think you do. I think there's much better uses of two hours of your time. Obviously, a lot of people must have disagreed for how wildly successful this film was. But like, you heard it here, man. Don't bother. Yeah, I mean, it's got a six out of ten on on IMDb. Uh, I I just I still don't see a world where this movie is good. Um, I would say, I would say, okay, hang on. I'm going to look it up on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It got a 57 on Rotten Tomatoes from critics and 61 audience score, which is, you know, lines up with IMDb. I got to say, I think you watch this movie up until the part where the guy goes, cool. And then you bang. <laughs> That's yes. just because that was really fucking funny. That was, that was really, really funny. That was hilarious. Um, I, I would even go so far as to say that if this film were reimagined as a series, even a limited series where they could take some of these plot points and flesh them out better and like, let you care about this ensemble cast at all, uh, then that would be a story worth watching because there are elements of an interesting alien invasion story here. Uh, it just, they're missing. Yeah. Um, and it looks like there was uh, a blackout that the, the blackout that came out in 2020. Oh no, this is still coming soon. Oh. So maybe this didn't actually happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I just I can't I can't recommend this movie. I, it's not put together. I agree with you that if this was a six episode series, yeah, you know, you know, very V the Last Human or like you know something or Why the Last Man or whatever it was. Um, yeah, V is what I was thinking of the, thinking the Alien of Invasion series. Why the Last and Man? And I was thinking Why the Last Man. Yeah. I was thinking two separate, but V. Like, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. I think, you know, there's a lot, there's too many elements, but there are, there is a good story here mm-hmm. um, buried in, like, the idea of aliens cultivating a human race to basically be, you know, slaves, uh, you know, and then coming back 2,000 years once they've, you know, figured all their shit out and built the planet for them. I think that's a cool idea for a sci-fi alien invasion story. I think that's cool. And the element of there being like, you know, agents here on earth that are like, you know, enacting the plan, essentially prepping the planet. And after a a certain amount of time of watching humans evolve, like one of them or more, you know, maybe like a whole sect of them uh, realizing like, no, this plan was wrong. We shouldn't do this. Maybe we can coexist. Maybe we should find a different planet, like something like that. And like starting a rebellion, dig that even like, even like an, an anti-hero type plot where like, you know, what we see with Id here where like he doesn't really give a fuck about humanity, but for some reason wants to stop his people. Like there are interesting, there are elements of an interesting story there uh, that again, like we, we know nothing. Because nothing. that's all we get. Yeah. That's it. It's that's it. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty unfortunate. And, you know, uh, just, just from having watched it, I don't think it's, it's a matter of like lost in translation. I think it's literally just, it wasn't written well that way. Yeah. Um, because it's not like I could infer it from what they said. Like a lot of it was kind of like, yeah, but why? Um, it was very, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'd say skip this movie, uh, but, you know, hey, maybe you've already watched it because you listened to our bonus episode and we told you what episode we were, uh, watching next, and if that's the case, what did you think of it? Let us know. Yeah. Hit us up, uh, you know, on social media, or you can head to our website, nightshiftradio.com, and, uh, fill out a contact form and just be like, hey, I did a thing. We're, we're not gonna collect your email address or anything like that. You're literally just gonna send us an email and we'll be like, ah, cool, and we'll read it on air. Um, but yeah, so that, you know... What did you think? Maybe you saw something we didn't. Let us know. If not, you can also hit us up at NightShiftMG all over the interwebs. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. So we've got two more episodes for January coming at you. Um, I don't know what the next two movies uh, are. So I've forgotten. The next one is the. It's going to be our first to be original. Uh, it oh, was, yeah. I, I have the list. Uh, uh, Dead Zone. Yes, Dead Zone, starring uh, Michael Jai White. Uh, yep. And then the last one is called Archive. And uh, and thinking that it's uh, maybe a little less alien, a little bit more like sentient AI. So, okay. like, could be All interesting. Right. Theo James, Stacey Martin. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. All right. I'm down. 
I'm down for that. Uh, yeah, so all of our movies, again, are on Tubi TV this month, so that's where you can go to uh, to watch them uh, before or after the episodes. Uh, also, hey, thanks a lot for listening, everyone. If you haven't uh, subscribed yet, make sure to do so. You get notified every time we have brand new episodes, which is every Thursday and Sunday. It's true. Um, as well as, uh, you know, it, it would be nice. And then go ahead and drop a review if you uh, are on a platform that allows that. It's super helpful. It's how other people uh, find us, and it helps us grow um so we can um i don't know keep doing exactly what we're doing because that's why you liked it enough to leave a review i guess so yeah i mean yeah it's, it, we're making an assumption but it feels like a reasonable one i it's pretty reasonable we don't ask for much that's uh we just want to you know we're just going to keep doing the thing but we want more people to listen and join along and suggest uh movies for us to watch Woo. so uh yeah so thanks a lot for listening everyone and we will see you next time yeah